This week's guest is Luz Nazario, the founder of Nada's Kikito. Her Kikito is the best Kikito in my favorite adult beverage around holiday time. But it's not just for holidays, it's a year-round treat. Luz is also a veteran educator with more than 25 years of experience preparing and educating our future game changers. A girl who just like that. Oh no! Whoa! Welcome to Casa de Confidence. A podcast for women and some cool dudes going in the direction of their dreams and the confidence it takes to reach them. I'm your host, Julie DeLuca Collins. And your sidekick, handsome hot husband, that again. I am a dreamer, a traveler, a missionary, and risk taker. I am a lover of books, activist, philanthropist, and most of all, we are a supporter of people and their dreams. If you stumble into the casa for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, we're so glad you're back. Grab your drink of choice, settle in, and make yourself at home. <laughs> Sounds like we caught you singing. I, you didn't catch me. I, I knew I was singing. <laughs> So yeah, it was just a little Julie singing to herself. I, I there was some other stuff there where she was talking to her phone mm. and then singing again and then a little hi. behind the scenes. There's a, a, a little behind the scenes there to me, but, I yeah, suppose. I, I hoped you like a little uh, Latin flair for the intro music that I put look in there. Look at you. Look at you being creative. Are you a creator? Well, I'm certainly trying. Mm. Very nice. I like it. I like it that you try. Well, I figure with Luz on the show mm-hmm. this week, might as well represent a little uh, little Latin culture. There you go. I you represent. I Of course you do. But it's kind of neat how you have this community on um, Clubhouse. The, on Clubhouse, the Amigos Room. But the Amigos is called the Amigos because its mm-hmm. purpose is to create a community of not just Latin X. But allies, everyone being together no, and coming course. together. So you're an amigo. I am an amigo because mm-hmm. I'm a friend. Yes, you are a friend. So what are you drinking right now? Yeah. It's not coquito. I it's mean, it's not coquito. I mean, Luz could have sent us some so, some coquito well, for the special will. day. She will. Well, she did actually. We drank. Well, she it. will. <laughs> oh my gosh, she just. Ha- well, we'll talk about it in there. Oh, we will. Uh, we're going to oh. talk a little bit about. But didn't she, she sent us some for earlier? She sent us for Christmas. Yeah, when for I ordered. Christmas. Yeah, when you ordered. But it. she's having a summer launch. Oh my gosh! I just have to say, mm. 
I know she sent it because that was fantastic. <clears throat> yes. It was amazing. You know, it 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 was really good. Not not mm-hmm. to say that your coquito when you make coquito is not good because you know, it is. I, it's, mine's lumpy though. <laughs> Yours is lumpy. <laughs> Um, you know, when, when, well, um, I do not shine. I don't need, I'm not even in the same ballpark. No, you don't. You know, the I, last time I'm, you made Coquito, I just have to say, I'm playing story. wiffle ball while she's playing Major League Baseball. There you go. She, so the, the story is, um, you know, every Christmas Eve, we have an open house. We haven't really mm-hmm. had it in the last couple of years because of, well, you know, pandemic and all. But um, I try to represent and have Salvadorian food, a little bit Puerto Rican. When my dad died, I wanted to really honor his Puerto Rican roots um, mm-hmm. and uh, have um, some Puerto Rican food, coquito, and... Um, arroz con gandules. Arroz con gandules. But my nieces Mofongo. were coming in. To yeah. my my nieces were coming I'm on in. A roll to, here. Yeah, I'm naming. Well, you are naming a lot oh, of stuff. On. I'm giving you credit, but my nieces oh, were coming you. into New York City, and I had to pick them up at the airport, mm. and that meant that I was not home to prepare for Christmas Eve dinner. So Dan had to do all of the cooking, mm-hmm. including the delicacies from abroad, <laughs> <laughs> and he did pretty well. I have to say, I was quite impressed. Um, and that, that was a really fun New Year's, Christmas Eve, rather. We, you know, uh, my friends here, our friends showed up, showed up to mm-hmm. love and support us and be here because it was going to be, you know, I had just lost my dad and, and the day before Christmas Eve and they just came and they rallied and we had a wonderful time. It was a great time. Which reminds me, by the way. I said this to you yesterday. Yes. For someone who loves to entertain, we don't entertain a lot anymore. Well. I'm kind of sad over that. I okay. like having people over. I well, like having our house you have a party full planner. with people. Yeah, but, you know, there's there's work that we need to do. So we're, we don't have Coquito today, so what are you drinking today? I, well, you want to just share what you're drinking, apparently. Well, of course I do. Okay, because well, it's so beautiful looking in this It is glass. beautiful looking. I am I am a little jelly that you took the mm-hmm. last one. But I whatever. bought them for me. I got you wine. You asked for a wine. Yeah. And I got these. So I have learned how to pour Guinness from a can mm. properly. Oh, he's drinking a Guinness, people. He's, I'm drinking a Guinness. You know, good thing it's afternoon. Well, it's not just a Guinness. <laughs> what is it? It It's a Guinness. What is that called? It's a coffee. It's um, a cold brew chocolate Guinness. It's not a cold brew. Yes, the can said cold brew. Cold brew, but what's it called when you they add nitro. the air to Nitro. Yes, cold brew. A nitro cold coffee, nitro, brew coffee chocolate Guinness. Here's my sip. Wow. Guys, it's not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad. It looks delightful. It does look delightful. I like porters, and I, you know, for if you're not a beer drinker and you're like, oh my god, that's so dark, that's so high, strong. I don't mm-hmm. know. I guess I am high, strong, dark kind of girl. <laughs> I don't think a Guinness. I don't think Guinness is a porter. Well, what is it? Is it a stout? Yes, a stout. I see. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. So what else is going on in your world, Daniel Collins? Well, I went to the movies yesterday with my girlfriend. Uh, 
And your wife went too, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're my girlfriend. Um, I'm his girlfriend. He's talking about me. And I I saw the movie that we've been waiting for for <laughs> quite some time. One movie that we both can get together on. We both like the original. Yeah. So we went watch Top Gun Maverick. Boy, did it take me back. It was great. Yes. I would give it um, 4.99 stars. Mm. For out of what? Out of five. Out of five? Yeah. You know, the cool thing is I even <clears throat> didn't let my nerdy aerospace um, mind <laughs> uh, ruin it for me. Because it, the, the story was really good. They did a really good job. There were a lot of memberberry stuff. Like they were trying to give people memories of the original movie. And the original movie was great. And, yeah, there was little things here and there that was like that. But, you know – now that I work in aerospace and I know a little a bit mm-hmm. about jets, I realize that some of the stuff is unbelievable. But you had to you had to suspend your disbelief in really? that. But there were things in the movie that were so rooted in the real physics of of the dog fights and stuff like that. That's cool. I mean, I'm when, so confused now. You must have seen a different is, movie. When Maverick, yes. when there were the two. Jets side by side, and he mm-hmm. split up between them. Mm-hmm. That would have never happened because that that there's that's just too. Why close. are you like ruining it for the women who are listening? Well, they're in a training exercise. They would they'd all. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, never this is not an aerospace uh, podcast. Um, well, Go drink I'm in the podcast, beer. and there yeah. were a lot of another couple things that that wouldn't happen, but. Take yourself back from that. It was freaking cool. You know what was the best part of the movie? You know how in the first movie? She liked the sex scene. Well, not only that. there It wasn't a sex scene. First of all, they they showed no bodily parts. They did not. Number one. Number two, the best part of the movie, ladies, if you're listening, and gentlemen, if you're listening, Hmm. is the eye candy. From the, you know, in the first movie, there was the volleyball scene. This probably was a lot better than the volleyball scene. So the it football, was, the, the dual don't, football. Well, don't say what it is. That's not a spoiler. They're it playing. Spoiler. They're playing a ball game on the beach, just yeah. like the first movie. That's right. So that's, go That's what I was talking about, out. member berries. That's, what? That's what I was talking about. Those were member berries, basically. I didn't even know what that word means. Member berries. It means when a remake of a movie gives you things that was in the first movie. Look at that. We are educational because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I yeah. never knew you it's called like it that. low-hanging fruit. Hmm. Member berries. Okay, people. See, we're educational. Yes. Along with the inspiration. everyone remembers. Mm-hmm. There so, you go. Anyway. Anyway. So... Yes. What are you going to do with your afternoon? Mm, so many choices. Mm. I think the choice that comes to mind is the one that I really don't like to do in a sunny, beautiful day. And it is a perfect day outside. It is glorious out. Yeah. And I I don't know. Maybe you know I'll go for I th- a walk. I have an idea of what we should do. Oh, I okay. have some work to do. Okay. But we're going to go to the basement. Mm-hmm. 
and get our bikes. Bring them upstairs. Mm-hmm. And maybe we go for a ride. Sure. That sounds like a great idea. That sounds like a great idea, Dan. I think I am fantastic for bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And you owe me one for boys, bringing it up. Boys and girls, I want you to know that if this actually happens, we're going to take pictures. Tune in next week to see if I actually follow through. Oh, anyway. So, Luz, of course, I met through Clubhouse. She is part of the Amigos Club, as we have said. But uh, Luz is also a part of my community. She is a client that I have worked with. And, you know, she has gone from the inception of her idea that she started without me, but came to me because she was looking to grow the idea and expand on it. I love what she is doing. And this is the thing, people. We all have that like, oh, I wonder, what can I do? And you know what? She's a find a way, make a way kind of girl. The idea was born from a necessity. And now she is so passionate in, in, you know, on fire for this. And I want you to know that no matter what your idea may be, you know, Find the people that surround you and rally with you in her community, her family, her friends, myself. We love what she is doing and she is bringing joy to people. She has created this Puerto Rican drink called Coquito, which is made out of coconut, but is gluten free. It is dairy free. And she has updated the recipe to that still takes you back. And she has allowed people to learn a little bit about her culture and learn about the flavor of of uh, this holiday drink, Puerto Rican um, holiday drink. And now she's making flavors. Now, there's some Coquito purists out there that don't believe this should be flavors. But let me tell you, Coquito flavor mm. coffee or almond flavor, I'm here for it. It's Nuvo. Coquito Cuisine. Nouveau Coquito Cuisine. I like it. I'm all for it. That's the thing where you push the limits of something that's been around for such a long time. Mm, I'm all for Nouveau Cuisine. You just push that and make something special. Make something, you know, your own. And I mean, Coquito, the the basic recipe is nearly perfect. Mm -hmm. But you can make things perfecter. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, I was thinking of um, this week, and I I just want to say to people that take advantage of the little moments to make fun memories with those around you. We made a really fun memory this week. I want to see if Dan remembers what kind of fun memory we made for ourselves. Oh, my gosh. He's forgotten. Apparently, my <laughs> memory's not working. We gave the dogs a bath outside. Oh, we did give the dogs a bath outside with the cold water, and they did not like it. Yeah, our dogs are like, what is your problem? Anyway, Simba went and rolled in poop. Yes. And Yogi followed. And so, you know what I realized? What? It was a funny moment in my head. Mm, what was a funny moment in your head? What do you do when your dog rolls in poo? You wash them with more poo. Shampoo. Oh, you're funny. It, 
I'm sorry, people. I was, it's not that funny, but in my head, I was like, "Oh, he was hilarious. He was like getting a standing ovation in his head." I, I did, I did. It's like not. It's not even qualifying as a dad joke, though. It's like, oh my goodness, no. You got to poo the poo. You got to poo the poo. My God, oh maybe my you gosh, can, that could what, be a T-shirt. Okay, guess what I heard this week? What did you hear this week? You know who Milne is, right? You know what books Milne wrote? No. Is it A.A. Milne? A.A. Mm. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, oh, okay. So Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. this year yes. has entered the public domain. He has? Yes. Okay. So now people can do what they want. So guess what one guy is doing with Winnie the Pooh? What? He is making a Winnie the Pooh horror movie oh my god hey but speaking of horror movies it's hold on okay go ahead i'm gonna forget though i'm gonna write this it down guy has writing done it down this, so i don't forget this movie it's a very low budget movie he said it's not a big budget movie it's not a big deal but it's all worked out in the premise of the movie is that christopher robin he leaves them alone and he stops feeding them and winnie and piglet go feral <laughs> <laughs> anyway, People have too much who time comes in their up hands? with this stuff? Dumbasses. Who does? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I take that back. People with creativity that some people may be into, not me. Well, okay. well, you don't like horror stuff, but no. actually, it's I. You know what? I just for the. I'm not going to to know it exists. I'm not going to poop in somebody it. else's parade. There I you may, go. I may watch it just to see. Yeah, you're on your what, own for that. What? they come up with yeah that would be an hour and a half two hours of my life i would never get back yes because julie doesn't do violence or or horror although and and i don't blame her speaking of horror there is a Mm. little bit of horror that i may be willing to do oh are you intrigued daniel intrigued okay so it is called hold on hold please Mm. there is a new place in town oh really Yes, it is in Hartford. It is near, you know where um, Hog River Brewing is? Yes, I do. That's Parkville. Okay. And so, you know how they have an axe throwing place? Yeah, we've been there twice. Yes, for my birthday. Okay. So, this place is called the Corriporium. The what? Corriporium. What is that word? The Cure. Oh, the Curioporium. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I guess apparently I'm not from this country. But it's a New England's premier haunted shopping experience. But they do like... Really haunted shopping? So they're not even like... No, they have they have a show. Like you apparently go... Um, it's... Okay. Is it in that... In that building? It's a, yes, it's an immersive experience that's where into the, yoga the world place is too, of right? no, the yoga place is not in that building. Oh, that but place is haunted. I it is as you. laugh and scream as you enjoy darkly mm. humorous entertainment. Well, you know what? Maybe I'm not in for it. That looks a little I too. I think we should go. No, it's sixty dollars. I'm not spending sixty dollars to someone scare the crap out of me. Well, you I know? can scare the crap out of you for free. Yeah, it's correct. Actually, so, I do owe you one because you scared me this week. How did I scare you? I don't this remember, week? but you did, and you laughed, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And I said, oh, "I would I pay remember you back. this." 
I want to remember this because I remember it being the, good. The look of glee on your face. My God, it was like the best <laughs> moment of the day. It, it was good. It whatever wasn't I fully, did. Oh, my, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's think about this. It wasn't fully intentional either. I, I don't think. And then you, you did know, it. You and, never know. Oh, my gosh, Julie. This is. This Dark is, people, Julie. This is going to involve. <laughs> the payback is going to probably involve like. You a, cannot pay back on something you don't recall. A, you're going to. I remember the feeling. The That's feeling, all I, re- no, I remember no, the feeling. No, no. I'm a Libra. That doesn't count. I remember the feeling. <laughs> you cannot remember and, and what it what was. I, what I have to say is the payback may be, you know, discovering a frog in your bed or something. You Listen, know? I will never sleep in that bedroom again. What bedroom? Our bedroom. Oh, good. I can stretch out now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of reptiles. Yes. Is, is a frog a reptile, I guess? A frog yeah. is an amphibian. Amphibian, okay. Not a reptile. All right, but speaking of reptiles, um, friend of the show, Molly Dare, posted mm-hmm. on TikTok and an Instagram yesterday. TikTok, you don't stop. She found Sorry. a snake in mm. her home. And let me tell you, I was petrified for her. So if you follow Molly Dare, I, I was in her stories. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not in her stories anymore. But go to her TikTok, Molly Dare One, and you can see her little adventure with the snake. I probably would have left the premises until somebody else came to take care of the situation. I do believe that Julie is um, uh, averse to all reptiles, amphibians, anything that doesn't have hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess that's why I'm attracted to you. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my god! I need to remember what is it that I did to scare the crap out of you because it was a good thing. I hope I don't go more bald, or you're not going to like me anymore. Mm, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, we've we've rambled enough, and the beautiful day awaits me. I don't know about you. The beautiful day does await you, and oh my gosh! What? Everyone's waiting for Luz, and we're just rambling on here. So, oh my God. Without you, further ado, please check out Luz and follow her and learn about going confidently in the direction of your dreams. Oh my gosh. And make sure get your orders in for your coquito. Did and I say it right? You did. Oh, beautiful. Good job. Welcome to another episode of Casa de Confidence. Today, I have, well, this person is a Miami uh, friend who I've gotten to know through, well, you know, you know the drill, through Clubhouse. That's how I met her, but (laughs) I have just love her and I love what she is doing. We have some roots in common uh, and I just love supporting her and I am... Loving watching her dreams unfold. So, Luz Nazario, thank you for coming to Casa de Confidence. Tell us a little bit hola, more about hola. who you are. Hola, 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 mi gente. Hi. <laughs> um, well, I'm Luz Nazario. I am in the beautiful city of Miami, Florida. I'm an educator. I'm, uh, oh my gosh, I'm actually going to say this with confidence. Say it I'm with confidence. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a small business owner. I could claim oh, that. God, you are an <laughs> entrepreneur. You are a small business owner. And I am just so proud of what you're doing. And I know. I, I want to tell years the story. Ago, I wouldn't have been able to do it. A few years ago, I would have been like, really? 
I don't know. Can I claim that? Is of that course. really me? Mm. Girl. Now I can. Go, go, go. Girl, go. you can claim <laughs> that. But I, I, okay, so why, what has changed for you that you can claim that? Because I think that many women are listening and, and, and they're thinking, I could never say I'm an entrepreneur, even though they have a dream in their heart and even though they like have something that maybe they are doing. But what is the difference for you? Um, you know, I'm an educator. Mm-hmm. I am I, I am prepared. I've done my master's and my um, postgraduate work because I had thought about one time being a, doing a doctorate in education, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, so I'm an educator at heart. Right. And as I shared and, you know, some people know that I've started because there was a need mm-hmm. and um I just could not really say I was an entrepreneur, although, you know, I would have said I'm a problem solver, Ooh. right? Um, because there was a, there was a problem. Mm-hmm. I found a solution, which is now my business. So and good. just in the past two years, I mean, we're always going to, you know, pre-COVID, I would never say that. Mm-hmm. Right. And as a result of, of COVID and the whole thing and having to be online and connecting with people, I started connecting with people mm-hmm. and started um, meeting with women through the Latina meetup, which mm-hmm. our friend in common that I is Canaverino has. Um, that's her thing. Started networking and learning what networking is, mm-hmm. learning that you had 60 seconds to sell. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a talker. How are you going to get me to do that? <laughs> Welcome to my world. Right. <laughs> and so as I started meeting these other women that they had their business that also came out of a, a, a need or, you know, there was something that, that um, they were looking to change, explore, grow. And I would see them start claiming this word entrepreneur, business owner. Mm. Um, I was like, mm, I don't know. Then clubhouse, clubhouse, clubhouse. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I'm a person that I love to, I'm a social butterfly, mm-hmm. right? My husband will tell people, no, talk with her. She has, she knows, <laughs> she's the one to talk to. Um, I would talk to everybody, anyone, anything. And um, Clubhouse afforded that opportunity that I could do that. And I didn't have to get all dolled up, but I could do that. And I could meet people. And I started meeting people. And I met you and, um, you know, a whole bunch of other ladies that have, that are business women that have a business that mm. they're entrepreneurs. And it wasn't until our friend Nando was talking. I don't even remember what it was, but he's, you know, he's always <clears> talking <throat> about manifestation and, and, mm. you know, believing and, and claiming. And, and so last year, okay. Last year he was about, it was October he started talking about seeing it, owning mm. it. And he had asked me, I was talking with him. He's like, so what do you have fun, Luz? What are you going to do? And I said, well, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead with Nedas. I'm going to keep growing. And my goal is uh, 30 bottles. And, he's like, oh, and, 30 and, and bottles. Just, just for those people who don't know, uh, Luz is the owner of Nedas Coquito. Yes, I'm sorry. So no, it's perfectly fine. It's and and you know what? I do this all the time. I talk and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, maybe people don't know. So I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about that. But yeah, you you started a business of creating this wonderful 
Puerto Rican coquito, which is uh, typically a drink that is um, loved and cherished and enjoyed through the holidays. But in Mm -hmm. October, our friend Nanda, who's friend of the show, said, what do you have planned? So take it over from there. Okay. So then, you know, everything's based on bottles. And he was Mm -hmm. talking about pricing and start owning this and so forth. And I said, well, you know, yeah, I'm going to raise the price to this much and I could do it. I feel confident. How many bottles are you going to sell? Luz has had 30. He's at 30. Why are you doing 30? Why are you limiting yourself? And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Are you serious? And so he says, I, I, you're going to do 50. I was like, "Uh uh-huh, sure, whatever. (laughs) And And so then I told him, I said, you know what? I feel confident to say I am. As a matter of fact, on my on my IG, I am Luz Neda, right? So mm-hmm. I felt confident to claim it, to say it, mm. because that's where I'm at now. And so all these interactions mm-hmm. um, have brought me to the point, like, this is my business. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm growing. I'm learning. And here we are. And here we are. You know, I'm so <laughs> proud of, of all of the work that you're done. And and I met you through the Amigos Club and I became a client because, first of all, I love Coquito. I love it. It's like one of my favorite things for Christmas. I have made it. My husband has made it and he makes a better one than I do. But then I tasted yours and I was like, I'm never making it. What do I going to make it for <laughs> if I could just buy it from her? So, and then I... um. I not only purchased for myself, but I also send my sister some and you delivered it. And I love seeing that you have something that you love to do and you're figuring it out and you're going and you have this vision and you're you're moving ahead. Um, but before we keep talking about your business and we keep talking mm-hmm. about your doing, um, you've been an educator for a long time. Oh my gosh, it's going to be 27 years oh my goodness. as an educator. Yes. Well, it, I always wanted to do that as a little kid. As a little says, kid. That, yeah, I would line up all the dolls, <laughs> little peluches, and I would start talking and reading to them. And if there were little kids around, I'd gather them together. And so my mom was like, you wanted to do other things, but I knew you were going to be a teacher. Oh my God, I love that so much. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I know from having done the same thing is that if you are a teacher, you're always going to be a teacher. And even as you start to grow and blossom in this entrepreneur journey, I think that what I love about what you're doing is also you're educating others about uh, the culture of Puerto Rico. You're also educating others about and creating something that, first of all, is vegan, gluten-free, and all kinds of really good stuff, which is awesome. But um, is there something that you feel that you have learned as an educator that has been the most important lesson in your life, or or one of the one one is one lesson that you've learned as an educator that you carry with you? I think one of the things that educators have had to learn is we need to be adaptable. Oh, so good. Mm. We have to be able to flex, turn, you know, like, mm-hmm. whoops. All right. Um, Julie's having this issue. I need to help Julie. Oh, wait. And then I also have to have loose over here, mm-hmm. you know, so we can adapt. And that is what I think our profession, mm-hmm. not only to educate and take care of, mm-hmm. of the, these future game changers, but we, 
have to be that example mm. um, of being flexible, of being, if you want to say teachable. Teachable. Right? Mm. That is the, that's what the thing is. And um, I think the pandemic really showed a lot of us being able to flex, to mm-hmm. adjust really yeah. quickly. I mean, talk about pivot. Yeah, for sure. And that's definitely something I think as um, an educator for me, mm-hmm. um, that's one of my strengths that I've been able to, you know, learn mm-hmm. and ask questions so that I can then make the make the turn if I need to. Yeah. I, I noticed, um, you know, that with all of my friends who are educators, even if they've only been teaching for a few years to the ones who've been teaching for over 30 years, um, I noticed that. And, and even before the pandemic as an educator, uh, being flexible and being able to just fly by the seat of your pants is very important uh, mm-hmm. because you don't know, right? You're dealing with human beings. You don't know how things are going to play out. Do you yeah. feel that these are skills um, that help you as an entrepreneur? I think so, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've planned really good lessons. They were great for first period, <laughs> but I had to change them by second period. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing that I'm finding out with having a business. Yeah. You know, I shared with you, one of my dreams was to have an LLC mm-hmm. and you challenged me to, well, let's do it before 2021 is over. Well, I had to flex really fast and say, okay, <laughs> we're going to do this. All right, fine. Yeah. And you know, it's the thing is you got to do it. You got to pivot. You got to mm-hmm. switch. And that's, I think why I would say Nedas came about because yeah. there was an issue mm-hmm. and it needed a solution right away. Right. And that's, that's what I see in my classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you alluded to the fact that I, I, I have worked with you and I don't know if people got that, but, but Luz in full disclosure has worked with me. And I mean, it's been an honor to definitely have you as part of my, part of the clients that had worked with me, but I love seeing not only how enthusiastic you are about your business, about what you do, but what I love is that you, you hear in, in working as a coach, um, I am not your boss. I am not your therapist. I am the person that sh- shows you a framework and then walks you through and asks you the right questions right. and says, what about this? And have you considered? And also, um, you know, ultimately help you um, become the best version of yourself. And a- a- as a business coach, um, I, I am not a consultant that tells you, you know, this is how you're going to set up your business. You have to right. make those decisions. And I was so impressed by me saying, Hey, you know, why not now? Why don't you do it now? Why don't you do it before? Because sometimes I'd like to challenge my clients to step out of their comfort zone. Um, where do you feel is the hardest for you um, as an educator, woman, wife, sister, mother, um, that is the heart and entrepreneur to step out or your comfort zone? Oh, oh wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've come to understand that, and it, that hit me. When I turned 50. Okay. 
And by the way, if no one is watching this, because I don't usually post the videos, but I have to tell you this. She says she's 50 and her skin is, actually. yeah, but her skin <laughs> is gorgeous and stunning. I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh my God, look how nice and beautiful her skin is. I need that. So yeah. Anyway, thank I'm sorry. You, thank Go you. On. Thank you. Um, actually, you know, I come back to the pandemic because I turned 50 <laughs> I um, in the pandemic. I yeah. was quarantined because I had COVID. I had to go to <laughs> some other place. Wow. And I think that's where I decided no more excuses Yeah, for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn how to do this. And I am going to do it scared. <laughs> and if I don't know, I ask. Um, and I've had to step out of my comfort zone a lot of times. Yeah. And I think it was just that, that moment that, I, you know, I was like, I cannot hide, you know, things anymore. I cannot <laughs> hide from things because it's just to me, I don't know. I don't know if it was just, you know, being me being overdramatic, thinking of mortality. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, I was like, yeah, I got to do this. I yeah. have to step out because I'm not going to know because I could visualize myself doing things, mm -hmm. but I didn't do it before. Yeah. Right. So now I'm like, what do I got to lose? Yeah. And I think that with age and, you know, listen, and when I say with age, you can be 30 years old and decide I'm not going to sit on the sidelines. And, right. I, and I think that this is what happens a lot of times. We live um, with the belief that what our brain is telling us like, oh, you could never do that. Right. Or, oh, it's going to be too hard. And I love right. that you said you are doing it scared, but you're doing it anyway. And I think that that's something that the pandemic, not for nothing, but the pandemic really created a lot of fear. Yeah in mm -hmm. people who already are programmed, because that's how our brain works, yeah, to feel yeah. fear, to feel afraid, to, um, and, and there were so many unknowns. But mm -hmm. not only did you embrace those unknowns, but decided like, you know what, I'm going to make this work. Like, what do I've got to lose? And why not? Right. Why not me? And let me try it out and figure out how to do it and move forward. Um, yeah. You know, you, you talk about the need Tell me about this need that you wanted to fulfill a need and, and what is it that you saw and how did you decide like you were going to do this? I, take us through the through because you could have decided to do a lot of people do different things. Right. I know people that right. started soaps. I know people that started candles. I know people that started jewelry or, you know, knitting, um, crocheting or whatever. But you mm -hmm. decided to do an actual consumable product that is tasty. So tell, walk us through what was the need and how did you arrive at that? Well, you know, um, one of my love languages acts of service. Oh, I love that. Right. So <laughs> if I see if I see something and I could do something to solve it or help you. Mm -hmm. I will try my best to do that. Yeah. So it was 2016, 2016. And um, we had more months than we had cash cash yeah money next payday was far away um and i looked in the pantry and i had a and well the thing is i like to recycle so i always have bottles of different types mm -hmm. i have 
I have things because I also like to create things. I like to make things, um, mm-hmm. you know, and another thing is of my access service is if I can make a meal for you, I will make a meal. Mm. Right. So I'm always thinking like, oh, I could put some spices in here. And then when I serve them, they could pour the food, you know, on the okay. food and so, so forth. Cute. So I'm always making things, always thinking about how to create things. How can I get another purpose out of this? So, you know, as I tell you, there was, it was more month than there was, um, than cash, greens, funds. Um, and I looked in the pantry and I was like, you know, what am I going to do? And I realized that I had some of the ingredients for Coquito. Mm -hmm. And I said, what the heck? I'm going to go ahead and do it. I don't Mm -hmm. lose anything. And then maybe I can give them as friends or tell friends. And I said, no, don't give them away because you need this. And I said, okay, so I was, I was bold enough. And I said, listen, I have this problem and you know, would you buy this? Oh yeah, sure. And you know, and people helped out and, um, that's how that started. Mm. And it it wasn't till about two years ago Mm -hmm. that I was like, okay, I'm taking this to the next level. So good. And, um, that I, Changed it in the sense that it was no longer Abuela's recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, finding a way to make it different, make it stand out. Because if you know anything, Miami is largely a Latino city in many mm-hmm. regards, and yeah. everybody claims to make coquito. And I'm like, yeah, no, you don't. That's not. <laughs> that's not. No, it's no, true. No, you know, I mean. I'm sorry. I apologize to any of your listeners. But for me, I was like, you're just appropriating something that's not yours. I was just being really petty. I said, stop. <laughs> I had to tell myself I'm being petty. And, um, you know, I figured people need a different type of coquito. Yeah, for sure. Right? Something that <clears throat> you don't find. And, you know, I could tell you, yeah, there's recipes online and this and that. But mine is different. I made it from love and then, you know, mm. thinking of the story yeah, um, and sharing that. And, um, you know, at that time I was not really talking about it on, um, you know, mm. just to select people knew mm-hmm. people knew that I was doing this. And like I said, when, sorry, um, when the, when um, this, the whole things hit, I said, why not? Let's take this to the next level. Yeah. Let's go. And um, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, you took something that, and, and this is what I love, right? Um, there are so many people that say, and, you know, first there's a need and they they really get caught up in the, oh, someone already is doing that. Someone already has that. And ultimately what happens is those voices and those things that we tell ourselves are the ones that keep us from doing it. And the reality is that, sure, I mean, you're not the only coquito I have had, but there's things about your coquito that really resonate to me. They, I, I know, you know, and hearing you speak in Clubhouse, and by the way, I always tell people, um, oh yeah, I met you on Clubhouse. Oh, Clubhouse, Club. And 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 today I was in a meeting, and someone's like, "What is Clubhouse?" All right, so oh, I'm gonna sacrilege. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> I, I just assume everybody knows, right? But for those people who don't know Clubhouse, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what Clubhouse is? 
All right, guys. So buckle in, right? It's another app. But actually, this app <laughs> is almost, I tell people it's like talk radio. It's talk radio, almost, yeah. right? Because it's an audio app. I mean, you <laughs> could be in your pajamas, you could be in your skivvies, and you're talking people business in your skivvies. We're going to be able to do that, right? Yeah. So you could download it on to your iPhone, um, to your Android. But this Oh my gosh. I, when I think about how far this has reached. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Clubhouse, like I said, it's it, it's an audio app. It's a, yeah. I would dare say a social media app. Yeah, it's a app. social audio app. And it's like, uh, exactly. I, I think it's like talk radio, podcasting, and a conference had a baby. Exactly. Oh my right? gosh, that is amazing. Yes. So it's like, think of yourself going into this virtual conference, right? And you go into a hotel in how you're walking down the hallway and there's a bunch of different hotel rooms with different um, different topics yes. being discussed in yes. different room, right? And this is what's happening, kind of like talk radio podcast, you're listening and, but you go into the room and they could be talking about um, self-care habits and here you, they could be talking about the latest movie or you could be talking or politics or you, you could, could be, be talking, talking to someone on the other side of the world. Yeah. And that to me is the most amazing thing mm -hmm. that you could get on anytime. Yeah. I mean, I'm even talking like midnight, two o'clock in the morning and there's rooms going oh, from for sure all around the world yeah and sometimes you i mean you could just go in in the audience and listen and you're like now yeah. mind you you're also hearing another language yeah for right? sure but if you're like me sometimes i like just to hear mm -hmm. other sounds i'm like oh yeah you know but you just you you, you just get the feel and the vibrate and i think mm -hmm. um this is an app that has really taken socializing to another level. Yeah. And it was born during the pandemic. And I, mm -hmm. and I think that this is why so many people really enjoyed it because yeah. you, we were disconnected and we're human exactly. beings that like to have a connection and, and, you know, just pressing like on Facebook and sharing that wasn't cutting it. We needed yeah. to have that live um, interaction and yeah, be able and, to connect at a deeper level. Exactly. And the thing mm -hmm. is what I want to also share with them is that because of Clubhouse, mm -hmm. my business grew. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was making connections with people in California, New York, Texas, all right? New England, people in UK, all right? Um, girlfriend has not caught, crossed the pond yet. But I mean, <laughs> I'm making connections with people in Argentina and they're interested and then they start sharing and talk about the, I mean, like my aunt used to have this saying, telephone, telegraph, tell Puerto Rican, you got it. It's going. <laughs> it's going, yeah. Right? So, I mean, that's what I want. It's, it's, it's almost like that. They just start mm -hmm. talking and supporting you. And you're like, wow. Mm -hmm. So y'all need to get on Clubhouse. Yeah, I know so Clubhouse is amazing. It's done, but it's growing. I've created some wonderful relationships through Clubhouse. I've been able to just meet some individuals that, you know, if Nando, for instance, our friend Nando, he was a guest yeah. on the show. Um, there's, uh, I think of my friend Nazanin, who is a sexologist, who is a doctor of Ooh. sexology. My goodness. So anytime Whoa. I have a sex question, <laughs> I know where to go. There's Dr. Jackie, who yes. uh, works with 
with um, with couples, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, there's um, the Nye. Yeah, and Jorge, you know, there there are so many different people. And of course, if you listen to the podcast, you know, the majority of the people that I bring on are probably from Clubhouse. And yes, I bring people from other places too. But ultimately, I I feel that it's broadened my view of the world, being able Mm -hmm. to hear other experiences. And I think that we become so much richer by being able to um, just be open to what others, others opinions and thoughts are, because we get can get stuck just thinking that we're the only one in the universe, right? Yeah, no, no. And I think that that to me is one of the most amazing things This is why I tell you, I mean, sometimes it's just an education, you're just sitting in a room and you hear these things, you're like, Oh, my gosh. And then you remember, I'm just a grain of sand. I know. I, I love I love that. And I have to I have to tell you that I'm I'm I've been so excited to have you because during the podcast, and this is typically if you if you're a listener of the show, you know that I talk about how I you know, yes, I went to to high school in Miami and my sister lives there. I've talked about that. Also in New York, I've talked about that. But, you know, my dad, not only was he part Italian, but he is also part Puerto Rican. My grandmother, my Pucci, which is what I called her, is Puerto Rican. She was born Aww. in La Isla del Encanto. <laughs> I get in that. And then she, she moved to New York at a very, very, very young age. And uh, But she still had family. And I have a lot of family there that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know the extent of my family there because my grandmother came from a very large family. Uh, but that is something that it's, I, I'm just as proud of being Puerto Rican that I am of being Salvadorian because it's such a rich culture for those yeah. people who maybe don't have any Puerto Rican friends or haven't had the pleasure of, um, meeting a Boricua. Tell, tell us a little bit about what your culture or our culture is like as a Puerto Rican. Okay. How much time you got? Well, girl, you've got all the time <laughs> in the world. I'm not going to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, of course, I'm biased. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Puerto Rico. My parents are also were also born in Puerto Rico. But what happened is that my parents, um, they met in the Virgin Islands on St. Croix, the island of St. Croix, and they got married in Puerto Rico. And then they went back to St. Croix to live. And um, I was born in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a matter of fact, there's even a running joke. I mean, seriously, I was conceived in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Um, they went to Puerto Rico for a funeral. So there we go. Life and death circle. That's Anyways. what happens. <laughs> and um, I was born in Puerto Rico because at that time, the the medical services in, in St. Curry were not that good. Mm-hmm. And my mom did. My mom was like, no, I'm saving my child. And then they returned to St. Curry about a week after I was born. Mm-hmm. And yes, I grew up in the Virgin Islands, but my mom always told me, and up to today, she'll tell tú eres boricua, okay? Tú eres boricua y eres americana por obligación. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I'm born, raised, bred Puerto Rican, but I'm American because it's a U.S. colony. Yeah, and right? a lot of people don't realize that, you know, if you are born in Puerto Rico, you are an American right? Um, so by default. The, but yes, and the thing is my parents always brought that and I mean, I lived on an island where predominantly the population is Afro-Caribeña mm-hmm. and Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. right? You do have some, what they would refer to as um, 
United States, American people would be main islanders, mm-hmm. mainlanders, yep. mainlanders, main co- um, continentals. Um, they would come and go. But, you know, what I saw growing up was totally different. And my experience was different. But my mom always said, mm-hmm. what Boricua? you're Boricua. I would go to Puerto Rico every summer. Our traditions <laughs> at home. And, you know, the Virgin Islands has beautiful traditions. You know, it used, it used to belong to the Danes. And you see the integration yeah. and the meld, but always you are Puerto Rican mm-hmm. first above all. Yeah. So to me, being Boricua, mm-hmm. for me, is the best in the world. Pero mi gente, yeah. <laughs> I would go anywhere and I would I would always introduce myself as Puerto Rican. Soy Boricua, soy de la Isla del Encanto. Mm-hmm. And I wear it and I say it proudly. Sometimes my husband teases me, he says, you're not Boricua, you're Crucian. You grew up in the Virgin Islands. I said, don't you? Don't even, don't yeah. even. <laughs> but um, I'm very proud of my isla. Mm-hmm. La Islita, 100 por 35, yeah. right? 100 by 35. And we are capable of so many things. And we do so many things that come mm-hmm. from this tiny island. Yeah. And one thing is, I would say about mi gente, about nuestra gente, we are resilient and we will always find a way. Yeah. Okay. What do I mean by that? Like right now in Puerto Rico, there's this whole issue with the electricity, mm-hmm. right? This private company took over Luma. There was this big blackout for almost three, a little bit more than three days. Mm-hmm. But guess what? My people were, we have water. We're going to do this. Se resuelve, no problem. Todo al calvón. We saw this in Hurricane Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for right? sure very resourceful. We came together. And I want to say there was a problem. We found a solution. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I I find that it's so, it's so common in um, Latin American countries and in, in Hispanic countries that, and not to say that it, it isn't happening in other places, but I know that you know, like even in El Salvador too, you know, you find a way, you make a way. And this is one of the mm-hmm. things that I love about you, that you are a find a way, make a way kind of woman. You know that, and in, in, in it's a combination of your upbringing, it's a combination of, of what's in your veins, but it's a combination also of the, of the educator in you that you're going to take your resources and you're going to make it work. And, and I think that yeah. this is really important that people um, – you know, look inside themselves rather than saying like, oh, I could never find a way of saying, how can I, how can I make it work? And I think that a lot of times we, we create these barriers for ourselves, whether it be for our personal life or in our business that we, we create the barrier before there's really one. We, we create the story that is not capable or not going to work out, but without us even trying. But you know what the thing is? I mean, for whoever's hearing me or seeing Mm -hmm. this, this is not to say that I don't have days or weeks that I'm not in a funk. Oh, for sure. It happens to all of us. Because I'll be honest, this was like about two weeks ago. I was in a funk. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to post. I didn't want to. Oh, my God, girl. When you're in a funk, you need to call me. That's I mean, what I'm here for. I, I, know, I, I, know, I don't know if I was just going through withdrawals. No, no you but, <laughs> but so the good. thing is, what I'm trying to tell you, what I'm trying to say is, yes, we have these times, mm-hmm. but we can't stay there. Yeah. Right. So one thing that I that I find myself overcoming a lot is 
this the, the this voice of disbelief or of limiting mm-hmm. belief mm. that I I fight on a regular basis. And you know what? I'm a woman. I believe in prayer. I listen yeah. to my devotionals. I listen to my praise and worship. And you know, there's a part where and it escapes me right now. But part of the prayer is, Lord, help my disbelief. Yes, I believe, but help me get over my disbelief, right? To yeah. not be stuck there. Yep. And, you know, like, again, anyone that's listening to this, it's okay to be, to feel funky, but don't stay funky, yeah, right? For sure. So you guys, you, you got to mourn and move. Like, I'm sorry about this. And okay, here we go. Let's, you know, bootstrap. If I, That's the new word I, I hear a lot. But you know, yeah, it, it, it's it's the thing is, like I said, we have funky moments. It's normal, mm-hmm. but we cannot stay there. Yeah, we cannot stay there. And and I love I love that you know. And and, and for those who are wondering, it, it it's um, the passage that Luz was alluding to is from Mark nine twenty four. Nine twenty four. And and you know, we have to. Um, I funny funny story. I actually was looking for a video today. Um, I have to submit an application for something and I have to submit a video of me speaking about this and there's a video of it, but I couldn't find that video, but I found this other video in which I was being interviewed and they're like, what, at the end of the day, what keeps you going? Mm-hmm. And I, it's funny cause I, I, as soon as they asked the question, and I don't remember answering this, this, but it's on video apparently. Um, but as I heard the question, I said it in my heart, and then I said the same answer. And I'm like, oh, I guess a year later, I'm still consistent <laughs> on it, right? And right. and that's the thing. Like, what keeps me going? Well, my faith keeps me going. My my, you know, and I and the the belief system that is um, ingrained in me, and and that that knowledge that there's something greater that I can come to in my moment of just, you know, when you feel like you're not enough and, or when you feel like there's no way there, there's, there's a way. And all we have to do is try to um, stay open to the idea and open to the idea that it can happen. And I think that when we do that, we can move forward. Um, And it's like, I heard this one person say just, Every the only the only thing that doesn't have a solution is death. Yeah, for sure. That's why. So I always remember that like, there's a solution somewhere. So. Yeah, there is a solution somewhere, and I think that sometimes, um, you know, we we are so quick, and I think that there's times in my life in which I've been quick to say, "Oh, I can't do anything about it." But right. I, if you look back at the places that you've been, all of us. We can yeah. definitely see that we've moved ahead. And, and yeah. you know, one of the things that I love um, and, and why I started this podcast and that you even, you know, alluded to this as well, is we don't always feel like we've got our shit together. I hate to use the exactly. word, but here it is, the shit together. No, Sorry, but Dan. True, but it's- yeah, but all of us <laughs> feel that way. Beat. And we have to remember that exactly. all of us, it is, it is human nature and mm-hmm. we need to... Be okay with the knowledge that this is the human experience and being and and what makes us human is also the ability to persevere and to move on and to not, you know, give up because 
Um, that's we have gifts, we have talents, we have things that we can offer to the world. And if, if for instance, if you decided, you know what, it's just too scary. I don't know. I can. I don't know how to figure out this whole business thing. I don't know how to figure out this LLC thing. I don't know how to figure out that. If you decided all of that. There's people who are not going to have the opportunity to enjoy this or to experience um, coquito for the first time or to maybe gift it to somebody else. And, and so our actions always have a ripple effect into the world. And, and I think yes. that when we're in business, um, whether we're selling something or we're doing a service for somebody, there's always a ripple effect. And it's not just yeah. about keeping um, your gift to yourself, but it's about sharing it with the world. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I agreed. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. where do you see yourself in the next year to five years? What are your goals? Oh my gosh. I show I think I shared this with you. I mean, I did a big thing. Like we're going here, we're going here, we're going there. I've seen it. Um <laughs> you know, I know that I want to take this bigger mm-hmm. than it is. And I just need to share with you that the other day. I don't know why I was like, oh, my gosh, but all this stuff I got to do. And I was just like, I just had to close my eyes for a moment. I said, oh, God, just take take the wheel, take the mm-hmm. car, take the road. Just because if I look at it, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. Um, There's so many things I want to do, but definitely <laughs> Neda's, Neda's the baby. Um, I'm going to call her she like and <laughs> she's. She's going to open the door to so many other things. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be your coquito go-to person, mm-hmm. the boricua that you come to for your coquito. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm going to dream big and large, right? Um, I want to um, have her go across the world, mm. across the nation. Um, I, I just want to, you know, I, I think the thing is, I and as, as we're talking, I want her to be in a sense, I don't know if this would be the right word or sounds too mortally or my legacy. No, and and listen, we all live an imprint in this world. And yeah. I love that you brought up legacy because I think that um I think of that all the time, right? Because I think that, well, especially for someone like me, I don't have children. <laughs> Right. And right. I believe that, that whatever impact I'm making into the world is because I am called to share my gifts that I have. And right. that is mm-hmm. going to be my legacy. My, my dogs are going to not probably be around to t- no, tell people true. about me. But, but, and but I'm not you know doing it because I want people to talk about me. But I want right. I want to say, you know, what is it that you, you left behind? Exactly. No. And you know what the no, thing I get is, it. Julie, I mean, it, it's. And I'm telling you for you, right? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I take notes, and when when I've watched your videos, when we've done sessions, I take notes, and I want you to know that I'm, you know, and I know I could reach out to you. I know mm-hmm. that, right? Is this what Julie would do? Oh, right? So no, seriously, sweet. seriously, because I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. you know? And so. You are, you are definitely, you are. Because it's mm. almost like, well, what would what would Julie say about this? This is the greatest gift I got today. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> that means the world but, no, to but me. That's what I, no, but I, you know, seriously, I want you to know that yes, mm. you are right. And 
let me tell people something. How, besides me meeting Julie on Clubhouse, how did I become Julie's client? I had been hearing Julie and following Julie. And I had decided I wanted to take the business to the next level, but I wasn't sure. Mm. Okay. And I was sharing this with my daughter. And I was like, you know, I, I, I kind of want to do this, but I don't know. And, you know, I'm working on my, my financial limiting beliefs. I'm working on that. And I was like, I don't know if I could do this. And so then Julie just said, I'm doing a Black Friday special. And I never do this. So this is why that was God ordained. That's how I'm mm. going to tell you. She said very clearly, I don't do this. No. But I'm doing it. I told my daughter, I sent her the link. I said, this is what I, because she had asked me before, mom, what do you want for your birthday? Because my mm-hmm. birthday's in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you want for Christmas? And I said, you know what I want? I want this class, I love this it. session. Mm. And she's like, mom, are you sure? She's like, mom. I said, no, no, you don't understand. I want this. This is going to help me mm. because, you know, she hypes me up. Mom, you know, what are you doing? And my husband hypes me up. He helps me out. He's my security and delivery guy. Um, <laughs> he's my taste tester. My son helps me out with some of the packaging. And, but, you know, I told her, this is what I want. Mm. And so she said, okay, are you sure? I'm like, yes. And so she kind of got excited because she's, I would never miss a session. I, she would see my notes. And so, you know, this is what I tell, this is what I tell people. I mean, my daughter believes in this so Mm. much so that she believed like, okay, mom, I'm going to give you this gift. And she was telling me, mom, this is, you've, you've really enjoyed this, haven't you? I said, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm having fun because sometimes I'd get frustrated and she's like, well, are you going to stop? And I was like, no, 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 there's a, I'll find a solution. I'll talk to Julie, but this is what I tell people. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. this is how we met. And this is why I tell people, you know, it, you you have to talk. You have to listen. And sometimes yeah. when you listen, you get more information. Yeah, we only so we Julie only need someone know. in our Julie corner. Julie didn't know. Julie had no idea. Yeah. She she knew me. As, she just knew me on Clubhouse. But what she did is she opened a door for me. Mm-hmm. And like I'm sure she probably was like, I never do this. Oh Lord, Jan, what the heck am I no, doing? No, but you know what though, <laughs> I, it was so funny because um, I had done a Black Friday. You know, you put a, an offer up by, by by Black Friday, but I really had it in my heart, and it was like. No, I need to make this totally different and do something I've never done. Like something Mm -hmm. that I know that if I were just starting out or getting ready to start out, what did I need? What did I want? And that's exactly what I I thought I would do. And, And that's, you know, the thing that drives me, the thing that drives me to do what I do in my business, because I put myself in the shoes of the person that I was. Um, And when I was starting out my business, when I was looking to grow or when I was like, I don't even know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Please, somebody tell me. And and, and you know what? I had to figure it out. I had to like, um, you know, and and I and and Dan would come in here to the office. um, He's like, "Okay, you're done. And I'm like, no, I need to figure it out. I don't know what to do. I need to ask somebody. And there were some people that along the way I could ask, but. I you you have to have someone that is going to play devil's advocate. It's gonna you know give you the belief that maybe you're you're missing for the day, right. or is mm-hmm. going to remind you 
of what are the way, best ways to break it down yes. into manageable steps, the big picture. And right. that's a little bit of what you're doing now. And I'm so proud of the work that you're doing because, you know, you and I talk and, and, and we've worked together, but ultimately as a coach, the biggest reward you get is seeing your client do the work for herself. And this is the big example that you're setting, not only for your daughter, but for your family, in which they're seeing, like, again, you're going after your dreams. And I, and I love that. And I think that, that that's um, a, a great way. To, so what is next for Nedas, Coquito? Well, what's next for Nedas is Nedas is getting ready for summer. Mm-hmm. Right. I had some people taste test the new flavors because I just want to make clear to people. Coquito only has one flavor. Yes, it does. Okay. Correct. <laughs> All right. Only one flavor and that's coconut. Yes. Right Now, when you start adding other flavors, it's another thing. Mm-hmm. Pero we're going to try this okay. flavors. I did. I had some people taste test it and some of them like, mm, mm. Ooh, oh, okay. Right. okay. Right. So that'll be in the summer. Mm-hmm. In June, I'll be um, doing the la- the launch of those. Why do I do this summer? Because I get to test out anything I want without any risk. Yes. Because I really cannot test them out in the season because I could lose a lot. So that's what's coming up. The summer launch, um, we'll be doing the flavors. We'll be doing where you can make your own. I have pineapple, coffee, almond. ¿Cuál era la otra? Pineapple, coffee, almond, mango. Mango, oh, okay. Piña. Yeah, piña. Mango. yeah, pineapple, yeah. Yeah, mango was the one that was really hard in the taste test. That The people were like, it smells, but it doesn't taste like mango. I was like, yeah. Okay. Mango's so, a hard thing to, to work with. Yeah. But I have to tell yeah. you, you know, I, I did not influence this at all other than voting with other people because other <laughs> people voted. But those are the flavors I was pulling for. I'm like coconut, almond, <laughs> and pineapple. <laughs> And, but, and coffee, and coffee, is, coffee, coffee. Sorry. Right. And the thing yep. is, why you know, I tell people the reason why I picked those flavors because those are things that grow in Puerto Rico yeah, anyway. For sure. Right. So to be true, mm-hmm. to be the purest, the Boricua experience, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you what you will find on the island, what ingredients yeah. you can find on the island. Love so it. this whole thing of cookies and dough and chocolate chip and peppermint. That's there, not, there's yeah. other people. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that you can get that from, you know, if you... Somebody else. Yeah, somebody else. But it's not it's right. not Puerto Rican, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm super excited to see everything that's coming. Everything that, you know, you and I have been talking about, you know, your different flavors, your newsletter, your this, and how you're going to be giving back to the community. And I, I just love everything that you're putting together. Um, I want people to find you. Because as an educator, not only are you what you're making this wonderful product, but you're also educating people through what you're doing. So how can people connect with you and maybe sign up for your newsletter? Okay, so I am on Instagram at Nedas, N-E-D-A-S, Coquito. How do you spell Coquito? (laughs) C-O-Q-U-I-T-O, right? Which means little coconut, N-E-D-A-S-C-O-Q-U-I-T-O. On Instagram, on TikTok. Um, Where else? Oh, Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook? Yeah, those are, I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook and I had a problem and they don't want me putting anything. So that's, we'll, we'll you know, here's, well, here's what I tell clients. Find one or two and concentrate on those and grow those. Yes. So I've been growing Instagram. I'm actually getting the hang of TikTok. 
Okay. Um, and then of course, in my bio in Instagram, I have the link for you to subscribe so you could get the newsletter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you missed the April, I'm kind of sorry because yeah. you need to tell your sister this. Um, <laughs> people in Miami, people okay. in Miami that bought from me, bought okay. a, they are going to help recycle. What do I mean Ooh. by that is that then when the summer comes, they mm-hmm. can order a bottle of Coquito. Mm-hmm. They give me the bottle that they got for me originally. Ooh. I sanitize, hook it up for them at a discounted rate. That's so smart. And that's just for Miami, though. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I kept well, my bottle, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come to Miami with it, and we're good. There you go. I, I, I am actually, my sister's been trying to get me, well, you know, I typically go down in July for my sis, my niece's, uh, my niece's uh, birthday. So, ah, well, mira pa allá, mira, perhaps we'll sit down in person and have some, yeah, some things at least some a cafecito coquito. for sure, coquito, cafecito, or both. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, that's what's coming up for summer. Yum. Well, I am so excited for you. And by the way, blue is your color, girl. I love that. Thank you. So and nice. actually, green is my favorite color, but I've noticed that on, on video, on camera, mm-hmm. blue looks great. And That's, sometimes green, but blue looks. Yeah, well, it's it's a good, it's a power color for sure. Um, you. All right. So people can find you on Instagram. They can sign up for the newsletter. And yes. your regular season for the product is going to be, when do you open up a holiday ordering? I'm looking to, this year I might change it a bit because I've usually done it before, like the week before Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. it might be November 1st or the last week of Perfect. October. I'm still going back and forth on those two dates, but definitely, I yeah, November, I'll start. Um, awesome. Stay tuned. You, you have to subscribe. Oh, so you got to subscribe. My gosh. That's what better call to, to action than that? I love it. Go subscribe. Uh, so you guys, <laughs> you know, here is the one thing that I would say, if you haven't connected to Neda, please go and follow Neda's Coquito. Make sure that you lose is your friend because lose is definitely... She, I have to say, sometimes you meet people and they live up to their name. And if you don't know Luz, in in Spanish means light. And she is a light. When she's in Clubhouse, she just gives encouragement and love. And it's always so, um, her her brightness, her kindness just comes through no matter what platform you're listening to. So make sure that you connect with her. Go give her some love. And if you've never tasted Coquito, you want to be in this game because... Um, and this is a great gift. It's something that people can get and it's, it's a, it's a different kind of gift. So yep. make sure that you follow and, and if it's women owned, it's, Latina owned, that's right. So. You, you can support a small, uh, business owned by a woman, a Latina, and you can make a difference in this world, everybody. So make sure that you are supporting others. And if you have a dream in your heart, you know that you can find the right community and the people to connect with you. So thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Will you come back again? Oh, you don't even have to ask. Perfect. Uh, well, we, I'll we, be there. You know, I, I have this dream that we're going to have one big party of all the podcast guests. Oh and we're gosh, just going to have so much fun. Oh, my gosh. It would be a blast. <laughs> so Poor Dan. Poor Dan. Dan. Try to figure out everything. <laughs> poor Dan. Please. Dan is golfing today. He's living the life fantastic. <laughs> like my dad would say. <laughs> 
Not anyway. a problem. My pleasure, Julie. All right, Thank Liz, you, Mama. Take it easy, Bye. honey. Okay. I'm so proud of you. You were amazing. And don't forget, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for joining us this week on the Casa de Confidence podcast with Julie DeLuca Collins. Remember to check her out on Instagram and Facebook and always click subscribe to catch every new episode. Remember, leave a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. And as always, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey, and I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only Purposeful You Mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all, but the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's Mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business, push you behind your current limits, expand your connections discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly, Julie's Mastermind.